Damn, Chris. Yo, this is Woody vs. Poppy. Pause for a second, everyone. Listen, let's just have a moment. Damn, I can't even... It's so much I want to talk about. All right, before we even start, let's have a moment of silence. Yo, Chris, what you turning up, bro? What you doing? I said, turn me up. Turn me up a little in the headphones. What are you doing, man? All right, here we go. We're going to have a moment of silence for Kim Porter. All right. Damn, what I'm about to jump into right after that is so, like, irrelevant compared to someone like that passing away. But please, if you haven't saw in a while, Can He Move It Like This by Pretty Raheem, please go watch it. That is one uh, one of the funniest videos on the internet, bro. Sachi, the way how big they suits were, bro, just... I'm just watching it right now. Yo! Okay, I gotta chill. I gotta chill. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm done. Yo, if if you really if you really know this video, and you know what video I'm talking about, look at the guy in the far right with the blue suit on. He don't know what the fuck he doing. R.I.P. Chris, what's going on? Nothing, man. Just chilling, looking at Frank Ocean's um open Instagram. Mm. Pretty cool. Shout out. My homie Reggie, shout out to Reggie, uh, Reggie Sylvester. He said he's a sly fox, and he is for that one. He a sly dog, definitely. Man, um, I'm just going to tell you guys the, the podcast name of this one. This is definitely called The Day After for many reasons that we will get to soon enough. No, nah, it's not that deep, but um, it's definitely The Day After, bro. It, it is. It, 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 it's the day before this. Oh, was it a day? Oh my oh, was it? man, he took us back to like took us took I think he took every I think everybody got taken back got taken back to like Nike Talk, KTT, Yeezy Talk, I don't know, Bape Talk, hype hype beast forums. It just felt like a a, a moment, man. That shit was intense. Definitely was yeah, intense. I was in my bed All right. Under my beautiful I, fucking Woody, have you ever had a weighted blanket before? No, but I heard you talking about it. And then what did um what did Jordan say? He said he um he knew a girl who had a hundred pound weighted blanket. I woke up today at twelve. So weighted blankets make you sleep nigga, deeper. It's more. I, I woke up at twelve, <laughs> nigga. I remember waking up a little bit before, and I was just like, nah, like, cause the the weight of the blanket is just so comforting. Oh, fantastic. It's it's ridiculous. I'm about to have a really good night. Is it tonight. is is it one of those blankets that have like padding in it, or is it like one of those flat it, ones that's flat, just all it's cloth? A flat joint, but it got it feel like it got beads in it. I would say that. Oh, so it's a flat bed freestyle. It's a flat bed freestyle, and and if it was paired okay. with say, uh, sideline story, the album, this is like instant mm. sleep, instant knocked out, like for real, for real. So I mean, I would really recommend it for on on God, but uh. Keep going. What, what, what are we talking about? Mm. Um, we weren't talking about nothing. We was we was basically getting to the prelude of what, what we're gonna talk about later. So let's just warm them up. It's been a lot since we've been here. It's been a lot of music that came out. We got takeoff, we got Metro Boomin'. I haven't listened to Maddox. That the the year's closing in. I still got my, my top five still holding strong, unless something changes that, you know. 
Metro Boomin debuted at number one and um, Takeoff debuted at number four. I would have thought it was the the other way Why? around, but Metro Boomin's pretty that? big. Because I thought people just trusted Takeoff based off of everyone always saying he's the well, best look, Migo. This is what you also have to understand, all right? That's just Takeoff. You know, the Metro Boomin album, we have multiple Travis Scott features. Oh, the Swiss Beast album too, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My bad, I ain't gonna cut you we have 21 Savage. We have Sway Lee. We have all of the... We have J Balvin on this album. You know what I mean? Like, that album has a lot of fucking stars on it. And in a streaming era... Oh, yeah, man. People want to hear those songs. That's going to run that shit up. Oh, yeah. Mm. Run it up. <laughs> That's funny. Man, Um, I, I really like Takeoffs. Um, He got some tracks on there, man. That track... Cassie? What is it called? Infat oh, Infatuation. No. Bro, that is not his song. He, he They paid for that song. They high. That song is so good. Take all's verse on it is so good, man. That That's a really good track. I don't even know who the person is that, singing. Ain't that doesn't Jeremiah? even really matter. You sure? I don't know. All I know is that I'm going to go ride the rave. I'm going to go ride the rave. Nah, I don't think that's Jeremiah, but either way, that track is so good, man. That track feels like um, feels like interracial dating. Wow. <laughs> that's what it feels like. Wow. That's what that song feels wow. like. Wow. <laughs> I understand exactly what you're talking about. Not that I would know, but that's what it feels like. It's just like, yeah, that nigga take off kind of, he kind of skated on it. He ain't skate on it in the way that he would skate on it. You know what I mean? Like, he was skating on it. He was rollerblading on that bitch. He was roll bouncing on that motherfucker. That's what he was doing. But and you know, and, and you know, I think Takeoff understands what Quavo and Lil Uzi don't understand yet. Like, bro, if you only good for one verse, make that bitch long. Mm -hmm. Because we know we, we've already talked about this theory on, on on previous podcasts. We don't feel as if our favorite artists can give us. Two verses. Most artists used to give you three verses, and you listened to all three, and you was okay with that. These artists now, they burn out so quick. That shit is just terrible. It's like, man, like I really wish Lil Uzi could give me three verses, and, and I liked all three. By the time I get to a second verse, on eighty percent, ninety percent of his music, I'm not really interested no more. Cause usually the hook was I was already put on to the hook, and then it was probably already a teaser. And I still think he's top five artists out. It's just, man, I need some substance to be up. That second verse always got to yeah. be substance. It got to be. Se second verse is always substance. Yeah, always. Really, you know? Because the first one, you know, the, the second one got to keep you there. In my opinion, I think the the perfect, and, and, and like, I think an example of the perfect song in terms of just, like, how everything is set up, and especially between two artists, uh, if you listen to like Drip Too Hard, right? That song is fucking mm -hmm. set up perfectly. It starts off with little baby rapping and shit like that. You know, he gets his verse, hook, Gunner's verse, hook, boom. And then it's over and it's under two minutes and 30 seconds and you can play it again. You know, like, I think that a lot of those rappers will go good in that format. But using a traditional format, you know, I guess like of other contemporary rap artists of the you know, rest of this decade, it's not going to be the same because they don't make the same type of music. You're not going to be able to three verse it like, you know, Ross. You can't do that right now. You know, you don't got those Ross lyrics. Mm, talk about it. Vibes. 
But yeah, man, I was talking about that a few days ago. How like Rick Ross is like the most underrated lyricist of this decade, probably. That dude just raps. He sounds like leather. And like, I don't know, man. Love Rick Ross. But yeah, dude, uh, I really was liking um, yeah, Takeoff's project was great. I really like Maddox's project. I think that Maddox is a he's a star. I gotta listen to it. Is uh, Tesla no. on the project? Yo, listen, listen. Ooh, you got ten that's what you know. You get. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I, I, I'm gonna let you go on your tangent. But Chris hit me up, right? Chris let me know that Maddox's whole album is a banger. I hope my Philly heads is listening. And I heard it got no curse words on it. Fucking curse word, dude. This kid did not curse on it. And the best part about it is that I didn't realize there was no curse words on it. You know what I mean? Like all the people that were featured, obviously, were cursed. But Maddox himself, bro, that nigga. Jet lag, ridiculous. The, the intro, Woody, I'm going to just let you hear that when you hear it. I ain't even going to tell you too much more about this shit, bro. But that little nigga, Maddox, has a future, bro, because he's at the state where, like, right now he hasn't really, like, got his lane yet, per se. And he's basically mastering all of the flows, you know what I mean, that are in the, you know, that are in the, um, that are in the zeitgeist right now, you know? And, like... He has it on lock. Mm -hmm. Like, he does the Cardi Baby voice, you know, really good. Then he can deepen his voice a little bit, you know, and, like, and sound like, you know, uh, I don't know. He got it. I like Maddox. He's unproblematic. He is a white kid that I just don't feel like he's forcing it. He doesn't have any – he doesn't have braids. And he got, he got key on, he got he key on albums. That nigga looks like an anime character right now, bro. By By – yeah, he's cool. And he likes it like that. And I'm happy about him. So, shout out to Maddox, the newest rapper that so happens to be white. Um, yeah, man. I, wait, because we can't miss this point about Maddox. Maddox is very important into this conversation that I want to uh, I, I want to pull up to you that you already, we spoke on a little bit. And I'm going to kind of mash it with something else, which is, first of all, like, I know... Like, we didn't really smear over it, but Chris, bro, he did right, not right. curse. And not just that, I didn't hear this album, so I can't speak on this album just yet, but every other Maddox song I ever heard, bro, he sounds urban, and he don't sound like no wigger. There's a difference, bro. There's a real difference in that, dog. He don't sound nice. like no wannabe black kid. He sounds like someone who's influenced by black kids, mm -hmm. but he's not a wannabe. You get what I'm saying? He belongs. He absolutely belongs, you know? And... Even his hook, you know, you know how much I love this hook on XXX's album that came out. Oh, Didn't X album come out this year actually? Wasn't yeah, it just it early in the year? year? I'll 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 double check with that. I'll double check with that. But man, I really, 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 really loved. No, it came out this year, Chris. It definitely did. Oh, it definitely shit, did. That dude. XXX bro, album, album came out before. this year, bro. Yeah, anything yeah. This has been a long April, no, no, no. This bro, has been a long jam-packed year. year. Absolutely, but I will say this: he sounds very like true to who he is, and he sounds urban, and I dig it because I know he's not faking it. Now, me and Chris, I finally went to go see the movie in mid nineties. It's amazing. It really is. That the kid from mid nineties is like the I'm pure listening. version of Maddox, and Maddox is like. The bad version of the kid from mid-90s. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, you mean the IRL in real life? 
yeah, that kid's gonna be that kid's gonna be he's he's gonna be all right. So peep this, right? My favorite scene in that whole movie that says so much about culture. Oh my god, this is what this podcast is about. This whole scene, right? So so look how the movie kind of like builds this scene up. So the scene I'm talking about that I haven't spoke on yet because I'm preamble God right now. So. He goes into his brother's room. His brother got all the Jordans. He got all the polo. He got all the posters. He sup- supposedly would would look like a music head. You know what I mean? Even though when his brother bought him that tape, he was just like, uh, whatever. But that's a whole other thing. But check this. He got the whole look and aesthetic just to get punked by someone who don't give mm-hmm. a fuck about yes. looking like it. They just are it. Remember when fuck shit was punking him? I'm sorry if I'm spoiling the movie for anybody. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. At this point, you yeah. should have saw it. I'm sorry. There's, but there's you remember a- when fuck shit punked him? That's the... Bro, that is 2018. Yo, well, listen, Chris, feel me. There's so many people, bro, who want to buy into a culture, right? And, and, and I'm not even mad at it no more. I'm not even on some bitter berries. I'm not on some, oh my goodness, everybody want to be black. No, but there's something to be said about when people think that they can manufacture a vibe based off just consuming it at a high rate that does not make you a part of something it doesn't it really doesn't like people have to understand that man it's a mindset it's an energy it's a tone it's a respect it's a lot of things it is not just some hey i love hip-hop so much that I'm just going to buy this. No, and I get it. A lot of brands have been based off of that, you know, just to keep it real. That's why Kif exists. That's why all these other brands exist. These are not brands that are founded by black people. No, no biggie. I'm not tripping. But I do understand that when the shit backfires, they don't know how to feel because they don't understand that at the end of the day that this stuff was based off struggle first. And... Well, you don't have that fire in you. If someone pulls up to you with it, your ass ain't going to be able to do nothing about it. You know, his brother was so salty about that because as much as his brother wanted to do something, his brother didn't save him because no. he was there based off my interpretation. Nah, I, don't, I didn't see thing. it like that. Did you I, well, see yeah, it like that? Because I seen he saw his brother. I, I didn't see it like so that. I saw it as his brother didn't want no smoke. One thing that I think that this movie really depicts perfectly is um, just the power struggles between groups of men uh growing up in adolescence and stuff and like seeing that scene when you saw him looking around while he was punking him and you know like even though he should have been focusing on fuck shit you know this nigga like basically like punking him he was worried about how everybody else was going to react to it and um i think the the best shot in that whole scene is when he's looking the 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 brother's looking and you see the back of fuck shit's head and it's like swaying in in and out from in front of his face and it kind of looks like stevie trying to you know like it kind of looks like it's from stevie's angle trying to get out of the line of sight because he didn't want his brother brother to see him and there were so many more parts in the movie like i'm sorry you know nigga this is a spoiler cast um skip ahead like five more minutes you know what i mean but there's always like the scene when the dude was trying to punk him he was like yo don't say thank you that's gay like shit like that Bro, I'm telling you, they really, like, my girlfriend was watching a movie with me, and she was like, this is how y'all are? Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, why are y'all like this? Like, 
And I don't know. I just felt it was like a, even though I didn't grow up in the mid '90s or anything like that, I felt some sort of nostalgia just from seeing the interactions as a young kid. Just you know, like having a group of friends and there being you know like an alpha and you know like having to find your place and then like some people being jealous and shit. Like it's a really good ass movie, bro. And if you if you feel that. And I've been talking to this a lot of my friends lately, right? I know a lot of people are going to be turned off to mid-90s because Jonah Hill is uh, somewhat... It, no, not somewhat. He's definitely capitalizing off of skateboard culture. He's um, hiding it in a way of basically saying, you know, oh, I just want to tap back into my childhood. You know, I want to be me from now on in the mu- like you know in the film industry, and this is my first step in doing so. But if you do hate Jonah Hill for that, and you have 100% a right to look past it and just look at it as a film as a film it's just phenomenal like um i was really really satisfied with everybody's uh roles i think it felt like how you know i know he wanted to get that vibe but it was kind of a kid's vibe where everybody's role just seemed perfect um and i mean bro not not did some like oscar winning supporting actor type shit in that movie bro so shout out to them Shout out to Jonah Hill for knocking it out the park with his first film. He's definitely going to uh, have the skateboarding community on his ass for the rest of his career. But uh, sacrifices need to be made for masterpieces sometimes. But, uh, yeah, man. Hold up. Wait, Saji. Wait, 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 wait. I done went down a rabbit hole while you talking, bro. So, wait. All right, damn, we bouncing around. I gotta do better. Damn, did someone take her Instagram down already? Can't be. No, I, I'm not fucking with that. Nah. All right, so hold up. I'm about to catch an attitude if they took her Instagram down, dog. I hope she changed. Oh wow. All right, Chris. So. Yeah. Damn, I'm bouncing around. All right, y'all bear with me. All right, so Chris, I know you seen the Apple Store lady who was dancing years ago, right? Yeah, so someone tagged Pretty Ricky as well. Bro, tell me why this whole, like, the whole group has a Twitter and an Instagram account that they still, like, they all, like, post and still travel and do shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, that's kind of fire, bro. Bro, Pretty Ricky was, like, making songs for, like, those little girls who was ready to have sex and, like, those... Like yikes, like yo, like hey yo, like like nobody my age when we was younger should have liked Pretty Ricky, but they all did. I don't know how parents let that slip. I don't know how parents let that Bro, slip. Niggas made classics. I got new shoes. On yeah, my but eye. some of that stuff it wasn't like it was it was bleeps more than it was like like they were rever- ahead of their like time. reworded they were ahead of their time. They were ha- shout out to Pleasure P for actually having a fruitful career. Oh yeah, man. Yo, you're funny. Word. What the fuck? No, but the reason why I'm tripping is because the lady who 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 did her thing, I don't think she has an Instagram no more. Or something happened, bro. I hope she didn't go. No, bro. She was doing good. Peep game. The the girl, the Lala Milan girl had gave her a bunch of money. They gave her a new laptop. Then they redid her hair and all that stuff. She was going on IG Live. Then she started selling merch. Bro, people were supporting her, bro. Like, I realized the internet is ferocious, but if you get enough liaisons to protect you before people can really pounce on you, 
they can change the narrative of how you're being seen. Someone just has to L in your situation uh, before they before you look like you're trying to get some fame. Because to keep it real, she did have a child. She did gain some weight. So it's like, yeah, they were body shaming her, if that's what you want to call it. Well, that's what it was. But it just sucks because, yeah, because it's 2018. You got to call it that. I just hate that word, that term. But it, that's what it is, right? So I'm, I just, like, fought myself three times. And I lost all three rounds. <laughs> So wait, Chris. So so she was doing it, and then she was going back on IG Live to try to like kind of like catch that fire, and she oh, caught she it. Changed her name. Props her name. to her for catching the fire, cause cause I thought it was gonna turn out ugly. I thought people was gonna be like, "Bro, that was years ago. Get past it." Blah blah blah. But I'm looking for her Instagram right now, and I can't find her. Did she go ghost after? I don't know. Maybe she changed her name, man. Instagram is tough, though, right? Instagram is super tough. We lurking. We keep getting close to this, to the elephant in the room. Twitter we going to get there, y'all. Just bear with us. All right, Chris, let's rewind. Maybe. All right, Chris, He's, that Metro Boomin song, bro, with Sway Lee on it. Why Sway Lee sound like Sade? Just tell me why he sound like Sade. He sound like Shade. Borrow Love, he, track 10 on Metro Boomin's album. He sounds like a Diet Coke. He sounds like a yeah. Sam's Club Coke version. No, I, Sam's I, liked, Club I really like that. Bang Pepsi version. Side, he definitely sounds like Sade. And black people will understand that. Savage, bro. White people him may not. That, like, I thought that's how it was, was spelled. <laughs> you like, know, whatever. Duo, why is there amazing? Man. To get the next damn, that's a really good song. From them. Savage Mode. Easily. It's a classic. Of course album. you do. Everybody oh, does. It's, the, it's it, a fucking classic. Um, I'm really ready to see where Metro Booming can push 21 Savage in. Because that's a really... If you think about it, objectively, that's an experimental song. Like, this nigga really just went yin-yang twins for half of the track. We have all these different beat switches. Take Heath is just absolutely fucking these niggas up. And then got down, you know, Metro Booming, you know, he be doing his thing. That's a perfect track. I think. Mm. Tanky. Uh, I actually don't know. But wait, before we get to that, though, I love how Metro Boomin made that Travis Scott song sound like it went into the. Tw- oh, wait, the Chris. Hang outside. Must we tell people take Keith's real name? Hold on. Hold on. And he's 22 years old. That nigga is in, he is in his senior year of college right now. And he Bro, get I'm sorry, degree. Chris. I love black people. Tay Keith's real name is nah, take, Bratavius Lakeith Chambers. But his middle name is Lakeith. Bratavius. Bro, he could have, he could have called himself Bri. He called himself Bratavius. So everybody, for, for, so people who don't know. Julia, if you don't know this, anybody who has the word Tay, Nay, or Shah in their name, that is basically going to be your nickname amongst your family. So they're going to call you Shah Shah, or they're going to call you Nay or Nay Nay, or they're going to call you Tay, whether your name's Santavia or Santavius or Tavius or Tavaris or anything like that. They might call you Vari. Like, like we take those syllables and we, and woof. 
we get the swagging on them bitches. <laughs> For real. Even with Jasmine. People are called Jazz. I ain't never seen no white girl named Jasmine called Jazz. Nobody calls her Jazz. That is a black <laughs> thing. That is the equivalent of of Charles and Chuck. <laughs> of Bill Yo, of William I, and Bill. Yeah, Bill. What the fuck were white people on? See, we're easy. You know what I mean? It, like Cantavius Carwell Pope is easy? Alright, say less, fam. No, no, no. I'm talking about the nickname. Okay. The nickname. Because Bill, ain't Bill supposed to be the William nickname, but some people are just named Bill because it became, like, become so normal. Once I learned that Bill came from William, I was like, bro, what? But you acted like the name, no, people's nickname of Bill came from William, but at the end of the day. What, how, what, where do they get that who from? Who knows, bro? Same thing with Tommy and Timothy. I want the answers. Same thing with Chuck and Charles. Like, what you want me to do? I mean, nigga, I need the answers. Well, you're going to have to go deep in the um <laughs> in the Caucasus Mountains to get those. Yeah, I'm going to have to hit up Dr. That's going to be a Woody vs. Poppy special on Discovery Channel. Uh, into, into the world where Chris travels into the Caucasus Mountains to find the source. You know who's going to be our guy? Who's going to be our guy? I'd love to know. Mm. Matt and I. Oh, I'm about to say, damn sure gonna be on Matt Ox. What, Matt and I gonna tell us uh, dad jokes the whole time? Yeah, it's gonna keep us warm because we're gonna be laughing so much. Must be. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, man. Yikes. But, <laughs> shout out to Matt and I one time. I heard my dog had, uh, he got a, had a bad time getting home today. He uh, had a four and a half hour commute because of the snow. That sucks. But, Matt, we're praying for you. Um, is he home yet? Yeah, he's home. He's home. He he's good now. Um, but yeah, that that just gosh, the snow. It's coming. It's it's almost, well. It is November. Yeah, today was the official snow day, and yeah, that's tough. But today was the official snow yeah. day in New York. It was about to be like five fights on the train, bro. And you just gotta push through it because everyone wants personal space, but then everybody wants to take the train, you know. And then I can't even talk shit, act like I'm rich, gang, because I attempted to take a Lyft or Uber, and that shit was like, I could have bought some damn sneakers with that money. So I was like, well, that's a no-go. They not about to get my money just so I could be stuck in traffic for the same amount of time. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, boy. I hope you don't sound the way you sound on... I'm gonna cut that out. Shut up, man. Nah. So so wait, you gonna cut me out and I'm talking? Oh, you gonna, no, oh, you gonna cut that on yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot, yeah. Because, boy... You can't cut this. That boy Chris sounded so paused, boy. Dude, it's I'm all good. Man. Damn, it's all bro. good. Yo, sick it's, right now, it's, man. it's all good though, bro. Well, Damn. yeah, but it was, you know, it was a commute, and that's the one trick that people don't realize that whether you take a cab or a train in rush hour, you with so many people in New York City, you're better off just taking the train, you know, because you're gonna get there in the same amount of time. You really are. Like you, like you just really are. There is no getting around it. But yeah, so Swiss Beats album. Did you listen to Swiss Beats album? God damn it! So you didn't listen no. to it. All right. Oh, well, I'm gonna tell <laughs> you right now that pistol on my side with Little Wayne go hard. He got he got gigs on his album, by the way. The Jim yeah. Jones song is good, and the Nas song is good. Push a T is push a T. Oh, that that Young Thug song go hard. Young Thug might got the hardest song on the whole album, bro. Young Thug rapping like he's wearing like South Pole jeans. He sound like a New York rapper, like purposely. Oh, it sound. Oh, that's lit. South yeah. Pole jeans. Yeah, 
I, I would never wear South Pole, but but he just sounded like one of those rappers. But you should I definitely wore South Pole in my life, unfortunately. They I were the only brand making husky jeans. I don't I don't know what to tell you. Good Yeah, that shit's Yeah, you, damn, bro. That's tough. See, see Damn, that's tough, bro. All right, you know what I mean? You don't That's why I'm so much, I'm so humbled, you know, like in terms yeah. of my personality, man. I done been through it. Had to rock them motherfucking South Poles, man. Mm. But yeah, dude. Uh I don't know, man. This shit been going crazy, bro, but you know it's you know it's burning in my mind right now. What? What's burning in your mind? You know it's burning in my mind. Right oh, okay, now. you still gotta wait, man. We Word. we gotta get <laughs> but, through uh, some things. Yeah, we do have to get through some things. Let's get uh let's get to let's talk about these uh this this fear of God. Woo! Uh, there we go. That's a that's a nice segue, Chris. There you so go. This guy named Jerry Lorenzo. Talk about this um, guy. First of all, I never heard his voice. So to hear his voice. I thought it was a voiceover, but that's not the hero there. We Nike boys, so it's all good. It's yeah, all good. We Nike boys, man. I love Jerry Lorenzo, man. Shout out to Jerry Lorenzo. Bro, stop it. Jerry Le- No. Bro, I've always fu- like bro, like I fuck with Jerry Lorenzo, bro. Like I be fucking with Fear of God and shit, man. Look, nigga, I'm gonna keep it a buck, bro. I don't wear Fear of God cuz a lot of that shit is just like what the fuck? But when the basics was first coming out, Woody, I could not deny that shit, nigga. I was definitely at the Pack Sun drop. At the to, first one. To me, honestly, the shoe looks like a 750 boost went through a Nike factory and they just made like a Nike version. So it looks like that to me. Shit to me, look like look like uh, they answer to the 750 like a, because Jay said like a shoe from like fucking the Fifth Element. The fact that you could hoop in both of them, cut <laughs> it out, cut it out. And he got the one for the and he got one for the warm ups, nigga. Cut nigga, it he brought out. Functionality to it. Cut it out. The. Yeah, he did his thing. And I know a lot of people are confused about it. Don't be. You know what? I ain't never did something like this, but shout out to that sober young Walter kid. Cause he wore the um he wore the oh, he took it off his gram. Well, he must took it off because he always be lying. He always be looking like he knows something. Oh, uh, internet lying. Uh, Everything we talk about just wants to segue to the elephant in the room. It's, Fuck. Yeah, but we but we I, can't go to you. No, so, I know. Let's talk about this fear of God. Hey, hey, yo, don't be copying me, bro. Don't do that, bro. I'll smack the fuck out of you, my nigga. What's up with you? What's up with you, fam? Man, see, this podcast abuse. This, no, this it's going crazy, bro, bro. When we do this end of the year wrap up, we might as well plug it. Listen, when we go to Art Basel, we're doing the end of the year podcast. We're letting people pull up. We're doing a mukbang. It's going down. We gonna have a bunch of seafood. We gonna make the sauce like the lady on YouTube. We gonna throw that bitch on YouTube, but we also gonna throw it on the podcast. Um, I don't know if that podcast. We might gotta do a two part series with that one because I don't think people are gonna want to just hear us smacking, bro. You know that might be YouTube only, Chris. Now that I think about it. Well, look, man. Look, man. Don't worry about that, man. Just you know, I'm an engineer. I'm a finesse and finagle. No, um, because Chris, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Seafood, you gonna hear like. Yeah, man. I understand that part, man. I'm probably gonna have allergic reaction. Shit, this is gonna be gold. But oh, you allergic, bro? Nah, but I used to be. But I don't know. This is gonna be like really my introduction back to seafood because I was allergic for so many years. I'm not allergic anymore. I think it was a like. If I would have ate it back like in 06, I probably would have died. But it was because I was like on this asthma medicine. And I think that was a side effect. It was really, really weird. But now I'm clear to eat seafood. So, um, damn, bro. Um, 
I'm, I just found out I'm allergic to pineapples, dog. Nigga, what? Oh, you? That's an L. I could that's eat. I could L. eat them, but if I eat them, my throat gonna be like, oh, it's all fucked up. Damn, bro. Damn, I'm about to go eat a, a pineapple just to be thankful for that shit, nigga. Shout right. Ram Riddles. All right, Rich but, Gang. But yeah, man. God damn. I remember I used to work at Food Line. They had me cutting up pineapples. And Yo, these 360 waivers got to chill. Someone brushing their dog's fur. The dog got 360 waves, bro. No, 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 no. That, that's that's dog abuse. I'm sending it to that's you, bro. dog abuse. Nah, bro. Waivers are waivers are go. Shout out to 360 Jeezy. That nigga's a goat. I love when they make those wolfing videos. That shit is so powerful. Our brain is everywhere right now. Y'all gotta bear with us, cause I I'm know sorry, what it bro, is. Culture is too much. It, yeah, we just. No, I know what it is. We try to just dance or get around. It's like it's like we had a party and we don't want to go speak to our parents and we try to just talk to anybody. We talking to anybody and everybody. So we all gotta talk about what we gotta talk about. So wait, ultimately though, just to wrap up the fear of God shit. I like the shoes. Great execution. It's for basketball, so I like that. So no matter what is is is, I know people are gonna want to wear them off court. But guess what? It's a basketball shoe, and this might really turn the tail of how people need to design basketball shoes going forward. Maybe basketball nice. shoes do need to look like something that is a undercover collab because those brands don't really go into those worlds that they don't really care for. You know, shout outs to Pigal. Pigal is one of the brands that love basketball and they're true to their inspiration and true to their guys but at the end of the day many people do not know how to go into that realm and do their thing so shout out to them and shout outs to i said shout out but shouts out to fear god for for doing that now here we go god damn all right so many of you know the reason why this podcast is called the day after one of the reasons there's two reasons but one of the reasons We'll talk about the bad. We'll end with the good. Our good friend, I don't know what you want to call him, former friend, associate, whatever. But, uh, yeah, not our good friend. Or Orlando Dominique on Instagram, a.k.a. used to be called Nike Fiendin. Man. So, where do you want to go, Chris? Chris? So, where do you want to go with this? You want to go with your initial thoughts? You want, to, you want me to tell the story of who he is at first? Like, like, how you want to set it up, bro? You got to tell the story. All right, so look, for people who, who do know shit about shit, or, or you don't know dick, you know, that's what a lot of Italians say, you don't know dick about dick. Uh, if you don't know dick about um, Orlando, his name was Nike Fiend, he was a reseller. I'm I'm laughing because we recording it in real time, but I know everyone's listening. It's like, oh, this is what I'm here for. And it's like, I want to make y'all wait. Ugh. So anyways, man. He, he was one of the best resellers in the world, if we're being honest. One of the best resellers in the world. And the reason why he was one of the best resellers in the world, because his client base was not only loyal, not only were they naive, not only were they rich and famous, but they were consistent. So he's the reseller who buys your shoe for $1,400 because he's going to sell it for $2,500. When you see a shoe go for the highest sale, He's the person who sold it for that highest sale. If you were wondering who it was, it's him. Besides, like, uh, besides, like, actual entities like Flight Club or Goat or um, a Stadium Goods, he's that premium price guy. Him, and he was a one-man band. You know, you know, he was a, you know, for a little while. He has 
affiliates and friends and stuff like that. But for the most part, it was just him doing his thing. Also, he, he, I wouldn't say he started it, but he definitely revolutionized pre-orders because he was able to meet the demand, I'd say at least 85% of the time of most of the pre-orders he's ever put up. You know, he was pre-ordering the 10s, the the Virgil Abloh the ten the original ten and he made good on he made good on it and the reason why I guess we can talk about his trap now for all you future um hype beasts out there or resellers or people just want to know the business model let let me give you an example let's say I say hey Sachi I'm gonna go and buy a whole bunch of pecan pie I'm gonna charge you. $500 for every pecan pie you want. You say, great, I want three pecan pies. Now, I can't go buy three pecan pies for how much they cost, but I have $1,500 to get three pecan pies. Whatever I don't spend is what I pocket. Simple. He spends whatever he needs to spend to get the shoe for that client. To, to them, that is a luxury because they know they're getting something guaranteed. For him, it's a luxury because whatever he keeps is his. Wash and repeat. Cool. He did good with that. Where he leveled up at is he tried to do the unthinkable, which was amazing. And bigger brands will probably eventually add this to their um, business model. He did a subscription base for fucking shoes and clothes. Oh, my goodness. Let me explain. No, go ahead, Chris. If you want to if you want to jump in, look, go ahead. Now, I don't really think we should explain that, uh, that part, but he did a, a subscription base for, <laughs> for, like, sneakers and shit, and basically, like, this nigga was, if you wanted shoes, you know what I mean, he get, like, you know, he was doing, like, $20,000, I'll buy you shoes, and he was basically doing that shit, and he did that for a lot of people, he made a lot of money. No, 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 he got a lot of people's money, but he didn't actually, he didn't actually make good on it. No, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. He just got a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where it went wrong, guys. So what wound up happening was this this humble dude who basically never said a lot of words, if any, to anyone, got consumed by the money and literally is quasi, dare I say, schizophrenic and is having a manic attack and basically... I don't know if he smoked some bad drugs. I don't know what happened, but he had a mental breakdown in front of everybody. Now, what did I learn through this mental breakdown? One, the internet believes anything you fucking say. There was people on Twitter saying this person and that person is a scammer. No, they're not scammers. What would make you think that? There's no viable proof. He said he was suing me and my friends for $10 million. No, we're not being sued for $10 million. Everyone's perfectly fine. No one's getting sued, anything, you know. His um, paranoia got so crazy, he wind up saying, he wound up saying that Jay-Z is his father. Now, the popular thing that people want to talk about within this decline of this guy was how many excuses he made how and how he was so personal with his life because he had, like, some personal issues that he was being ultra transparent about, almost too transparent, to the point where people kind of gave him a grace period, which I don't think that they should have did. People should have charged back. But I'm realizing a lot of people PayPal gift him because his line of credit was so high with so many people. So so mo a lot of people's money just got like ran down to the ground, you know? Somebody even gave him 
$30,000 upwards in person. So that money is totally squandered. It's gone. That's good as gone because this guy was spending money faster than, you know, he was talking. And he was talking pretty fast, you guys. So the one element in this that people wanted to talk about was him versus Barlow's. You know, and that became a whole thing because this guy Barlos is like, he's like, um, Sachi, you won't really know this, um, you won't really know this, um, this reference, but your mom would. He was like, uh, Barlos is like MacGyver, like he, yeah, he could just do anything. He could find anything. a way to make this shit work. He basically understood that that Orlando was turning on himself and was going crazy, so he infiltrated his business structure and wound up basically getting people who worked for him to admit that it was a scam and also get them to try to help him get help or take resources from him that would allow him to keep going. It got to the point where we had to contact Instagram. Shout outs to Amber. Amber, we love you so much. Thank you so much. We had to reach out to one of our people from Instagram and have his page reported because and took down because he really didn't know how to stop it was crazy and right now he still needs to be admitted and that's the bigger issue that mental health is real and that it's not about oh he's a scammer no he went crazy so i can't call someone a scammer if they went crazy you know because i don't think he had me personally chris i don't think he had intentions on scamming people i just think he really went cuckoo i really just oh, think no, he went I, crazy i 100 percent believe he didn't either and that's the saddest part about the situation like I I know everybody thought that this was really, really funny and shit. And while, like, you know, a lot of the stuff was, like, saying, like, yo, me and Hove got the same nose and shit. I, that was funny. But at the end of the day, this is, like, the demise of a black man that was on the road to become, like, extremely, extremely, extremely successful and be able to. And the craziest part about it is that, like, you know, that idea hadn't been done yet. And the fact that a black man was doing it and he was probably going to be able to really, like, you know, like make hella money off of that off of a culture that you know is influenced by his people that would have been that would have been crazy but it's just like it just goes to show man like if you want to do something at that level you just gotta be prepared and i just don't think that he was prepared business-wise mentally to just get through that i think everything was moving too quickly and he like you said equated money to power and uh man it's it's sad, bro. Literally two weeks. This shit moves quickly. It wasn't I mean, two weeks. It was about a month. It was definitely about a month. Okay, well, a month. It, still, holy shit. No, like, absolutely, but it wasn't. It wasn't no damn. Wasn't no two I'm, weeks. I'm really sad about it, man. But damn, you know. Yeah, cause a lot of people could have made money with him. I'm not gonna. That shit was all over sneaker Twitter though. Absolutely. I mean, for good reason. Damn. I know, right? Missed opportunities, man. It is what it is sometimes, you know? Land bias type shit, man. You think so? Oh, that's really funny you say that. That's really funny that you say that. But hold on, man. Shout out VA. (laughs) The man says shout outs VA. Uh, Man. Damn, yeah, man. It's a it, it, it's so it's so many questions with it, and it's like it's almost like like Is where do Jay-Z you? His dad? Shut up, Chris. 
dude, that shit was wild, bro. Nigga said me and Hove got the same nose. Me and Travis Scott are brothers. Me and LeBron James are brothers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. That damn man. Damn, dog. And no, it really is, bro. But you know it isn't a shame. It's not a shame when a nigga named LeBron James walks through the locker room wearing them damn shoes. Uh, the Coral Reefs, to be exact, 95s, size 15. Ooh, goddamn whore. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That that was, I was in the car crying, bro. But then we let the, the crying, then we, bro. you know, then we let the streets know that was going to happen, though. I we, we let the streets know it was going to happen. But it's like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't let the streets know a lot of things is going to happen, but they don't react until it happened. You know what I mean? They ain't got to the point where they just don't, you know, they're going to they gonna agree with us. You know, you know how people are. They're like, why should we believe y'all? You know, but. But I don't think happen. people listen to Woody vs. Poppy are skeptics per se. Shit, I ain't well, no skeptic. I'm really glad about that. All you know? I know is that um, the greatest basketball player on earth is wearing the greatest shoe of 2018. Yeah, man. It's it, it, made in heaven. It's unreal, you know, to be wearing his shoes when I was a child and then for him to mm-hmm. be doing the same thing, you know, and it's a be- it's a beautiful thing. And I'm going I'm to get some um some LeBron three signed. That's major. That's super major. You know, I'm really appreciative of just the journey of it all. And I really think that um, it's a, it's a really rare time to be doing everything. And it, it all comes full circle in it. It makes sense and it, it it makes for really good you know stories and um it it'll be something I could definitely tell my kids and my kids are gonna have to eat a I'm glad to say my kids have to eat a dick what, what, what's up with me <laughs> like what's really good with me bro like really um, <coughs> the energy no 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 it should not be the energy because because it's about just celebrating this moment man you know love LeBron James I you know I don't know him but I know what he stands for. And I know that he's great for who we are and what we're doing. And I also know that, man, like, I do want to say this. I do want to say this, you know, and I'm not getting emotional or nothing like that. I don't know. But I do want to say this to the publications out there who don't know about us just yet. It it feels so good to not be known, Chris. And I know you're like, what? Nah, I, I, I want them to know. Everybody like, yo, bro, to get somebody to tag you, do this, do that, do this, do that. It To me, it's going to make when we crash land even more sweet. Because if you crash land and everyone's like, duh, you don't know who that is, it makes you almost become a whirlwind. You know? Like, remember when 2 chains? officially came back out and he was a titty boy no more and everybody was like yeah man like that's two chains you don't know two chains and it's like how is this dude just coming out but he's with all my favorite rappers or like a rick ross per se when rick ross first came out i think on his first album he had a jay-z feature you know that that says a lot like that says a whole lot that says a whole lot cyphers were yeezy before his mouth wired you know that says a whole lot about him and um and, and, and it's amazing that we're in position to potentially be like that. Like, we can even talk about it. Um, did, Hold on. I'm, I'm, sending out a, I'm sending out a kite. This one is perfect. All right. Yeah, man. It feels really good. And just to really dive in, Chris, and, and this is a lesson to be taught, bro. So really just pay attention to what I'm saying, Chris. Publications, 
blogs, things that might not fully know about stuff, bro, they have lost the essence of what this is all about, man. And you know what this is all about? This is all about the product and the people. If you know the people, you'll know the product. If you know the product, you'll know the people. Most entities don't know the product or the people. You know what they know? Blue checks. You know what they know? Paid posts. You know what they know? Handshakes and favors. You know what they know? Bullshit. You know what I mean? Woodyverse Poppy is a wonderful platform that is spoken for thousands of people who understand what's really going on in the culture, bro. We'll be able to look back on this and know that we're in the same light of a Bobito and a Stretch Armstrong. We're in the same light of, you know, the early stages of Supreme. We're in the same light of, you know, Big L and just real rap and just things that are just cultural, bro. We're really a part of that. It sucks, Chris. I know you don't got the, all the money you want in your bank account. I know you don't oh, live yeah, like Lucas Sabat. I know, but, be, but, but understand, more like... understand the end game is to educate. And to be championed by the people who you've educated and you've also given a platform to know that they're not crazy. So when people listen to this podcast and they see what we're doing, but they see how grounded we are and how we're still overlooked, it's that forever fight. It's that fight of knowing that Pusha T put out a top three album, but because he didn't have any hits or because he didn't make a Kiki challenge or In My Feelings challenge, he's not regarded to the masses as a dope rapper. When really they don't even define rap to begin with. And what I'm really getting at is ultimately, bro, this shoe being on LeBron, yet the people don't even know what it is, shows you what culture really is. Culture ain't got shit to do with being famous. Culture ain't got shit to do with being important. Culture has to do with cultivating things around you and experiencing things with people and having these relationships blossom and turning it into real life for people who really trying to do things for the right reasons, man, because you're trying to affect people around you and you're trying to get a reaction out of them. So when people say, yo, you should really care about your name and every all eyes should, are all eyes on LeBron, so you should care about when, he, when he's wearing something. No, we're creating moments. There's going to be a moment for us to speak. There's going to be a moment for us to stand up and say, this is who we are. But we're going to be able to talk about this moment right now because you know why? It's on wax. We did it. We know we did it. It's going to be a time where they're going to have to pay the Pied Piper. Everyone does. All things come to, it comes to a head. It just does. You know, we're all going to die one day. Everybody gets their moment. Our moment does not have to be through someone taking a picture of LeBron James walking to a game that he set a record on. They can't take that away from us, man. This is bigger than that. Thank you, Nike. Thank you to everyone who's working with me behind the scenes to make things happen. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sachi. Thank you, Henrik. Thank you, Reggie. Thank you to everybody who's a part of this journey and showing that the proof is in the pudding. It's not within the cosigns of companies that are going to be friendly to us, Sachi, within months, bro. Within months, we, we will be those same people regarded as the same people that's in these conversations. And people be like, where the fuck did they come from? Well, this is the groundwork, bro. And people have an easy chance to see it right now, but you know what? If if they don't see it because they because their guidelines of seeing it has to do with being tagged in a post, 
rather than something in real life, I don't know what to tell them. But I know my purpose. And I know that it's about doing it for the right reasons, bro. And we really going to go down, bro. For real, for real, Chris, we're really going to go down to some good people and not because we're trying to be good people. But when you do things for the right reasons, it doesn't always add up the way it does for everyone else. Everyone else might have different terms on how they're trying to get things done, you know. So thank you, Brick, for going to that Complex Con panel and killing it and doing your thing and being great amongst people who never even saw Beastroy or don't even understand your vision because soon they will and they'll have no choice thank you sunshine for going AWOL on everybody and sitting in Southampton and working on the dopest shit and now he's on his way to Miami probably there already installing that shit because actions speak louder than looking cool you know that's what it's about Chris so hold your head understand that we got this and that there will be a time that you will reap the benefits. Trust me, Chris, the whole point of everything is for people like you to not have to deal with what I had to deal with by the time you're my age, bro. Think about it, Chris. When I was 25, I wasn't. I, I, the you now might be on a level of 25 me. Maybe not financially, but definitely like mindset towards all this. So by the time you get 25, Chris, think about five years from from now for you. Might be fucking game over, bro. You know? So, it, it, it is great. I love LeBron. I've been wearing his shoes since I was a kid. I knew he was going to be our generation, Jordan. I'm very appreciative that it all came full circle for us. Thank you, Virgil, for having the shoe and pushing it behind the scenes and never wearing it. Like, thank you. Like, that, that shit is worth its weight in gold, man. Thank you for everyone who donated. Thank you to the Great Barrier Reef for still holding us down. Thank you. We made we were making real history every single day and it can't be slighted because we weren't tagged or because people don't know who we are yet. That's OK. Mm. Our, our intro will be very cute when we come out. It will. It's all good. You know, Beautiful. definitely. Hell yeah. I'm good. Like yeah. I'm going to eat me some ice cream after this. Uh, uh, Chris, any shout outs? I want to shout out LeBron James. I want to shout out LeBron James, man. Shout out to the LeBron H still in my closet right now. Shout out to, um, oh man, shout out to everybody that's been supporting us. Uh, shout out to everybody that's going to be, you know, uh, I guess, fucking with us in Miami. And uh, can't wait for that. Um, I mean, I think, I think we're good. You think we're good? Uh, do you have any shout outs? Man, Thank you to everybody who just understands what we're going through. Thank you for um, l l l I learned some things about myself these this past week, and I and this got shit to do with no LeBron, but I got got a lot to understand and learn, and we're still growing. and And, and thank everybody who's who's here and understands that just because you're not celebrated by ignoranuses doesn't mean that you don't have any substance we all have substance and again i need everyone to notice who listens to this podcast it's gonna be the really shit i say probably this week if you like anything about me it's shmyla traori it's shmyla abdule traori aka woody of woody verse poppy if you like anything about sachi it is merely a reflection of yourself it has nothing to do with who we are it's a reflection of who you are so be proud of yourself. Understand that I don't do this for myself. I wake up like, damn, how can I make others happy by being affiliated to them and doing great things?
That's what it's about, man. It's about giving as much as you can so you can live an easier life. That's what it's about. Sure. Shout out to um, the plug. I just got that Bucks jersey, that yellow one. I got the Bucks jersey and the shorts. Oh. I forgot to shout out Travis Scott. Uh, I went to your concert. Oh, I yeah. wait like four hours. But, did Sheck uh, West perform when you was there, right? Uh, Sheck West did perform his one song, Mo Bama. Oh, so, uh, oh, so listen, you know Travis is my brother, right? No, I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, y'all know Linda was fucking tripping with that. Like I said, Travis was his brother. He had me took, all the way fucked up. Took his shirt off. Whew. But, yeah, man. Shout out Travis. Uh, he said he was going to give us some free shit. Hopefully, he actually follows through on that. But, uh. I guess we're out of here, man. It's another episode in the book. Yeah, man. This is Woody vs. Poppy. Thank you, guys. Peace.